with Sidisha Naidu. It's 10 o'clock. Good morning. ESCOM has blamed illegal connections for a series of blackouts in Soweto. Parts of South Africa's largest township, including Orlando and Meadowlands, have been without electricity since Thursday. ESCOM spokesperson Kulu Pasiwe. We have noted the, the technical problems in Soweto. Our technicians have been working on this uh, since Thursday. The biggest challenge is that people are overloading the power system. The power system is working like uh, you mean switch inside your house. When it's overloaded, it's meant to trip, which is possibly also caused by uh, people who are illegally connected. A BBC investigation has revealed what happened to 120 million rand, the equivalent of $10 million, sent from FIFA to accounts controlled by its former vice president, Jack Warner. The money was supposed to be used for a South African diaspora legacy program in the Caribbean. Jack Warner denies all claims of wrongdoing. The BBC's Ed Thomas reports. The papers seen by the BBC detail three wire transfers by FIFA in January, February and March 2008. The documents show it was used for cash withdrawals, credit card payments and alleged money laundering schemes. JTA Supermarkets, a large chain in Trinidad, received $4,860,000. American prosecutors say the money was mostly paid back to Jack Warner in local currency. The documents also show $360,000 of the FIFA money was withdrawn by people connected to Warner. $1.6 million was used to pay the former FIFA vice president's credit cards and for personal loans. A senior British naval officer says there are indications that half a million people would-be migrants are gathering in Libya to try to cross the Mediterranean to Europe. The British Defence Secretary, Michael Fallon, has warned that Europe could face a massive wave of illegal migration. The BBC's Jonathan Beale reports. We joined HMS Bulwark as she was setting sail for the Libyan coast. The Royal Navy warship has just received reports of another wave of migrants leaving its shores, their destination Europe, up to 3,000 of them. So far this year, 70,000 migrants have made the journey. Several thousand have died. And it's still not clear how Europe can tackle the traffickers who trade on this human misery or bring calm to the chaos of the countries they flee. And finally, India and Bangladesh have signed a historic border agreement. Under the terms of the deal signed during a visit to Bangladesh by Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, the two neighbours will exchange parcels of land which they currently control inside each other's territory. Their inhabitants will be free to live in whichever country they prefer. The BBC's Sanjoy Majumdar reports. More than 50,000 people currently live in tiny enclaves, citizens of one country, but located in the other. Under the agreement, both sides will swap the enclaves, enabling their citizens to finally reside in their own countries. It's a dispute that dates back to colonial times and has been a contentious issue since. Relations between Bangladesh and India have improved under the government of Sheikh Hasina, and Mr Modi has also made it a priority for his foreign policy. Top story, ESCOM has blamed illegal connections for a series of blackouts in Soweto. I'm Sudhish and I do for Lotus FM News. We have a funeral announcement. The funeral service of Satya Padiachi, formerly of Reservoir Hills, will take place today. The body will lie in state at the Clear Estate Crematorium Hall from 12 to 3 p.m. for cremation thereafter. Our sincere condolences goes out to the grieving family.